This is the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Preston, episode 69, Solve Any Problem. Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for goal-getting, fear-facing women who are kicking ass by creating change. I'm your host, Lindsay Preston. I'm a wife, mom of two, and a multi-certified life coach to women all over the world. I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire, we must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me as I challenge you to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you are meant to be. Let's do this. my friend. So excited to have you for this super impactful episode. On this episode, I'm going to teach you how to solve any problem. Yes, any problem in your life, no matter what it is. If it's career-wise, relationship, self-inflicting, doesn't matter. Today, you're going to learn how to solve it. Now, the audio I'm about to share with you is from a free live training that I did for my email list on Zoom. And I also broadcasted it on Facebook. So you can go and watch the video version of that either on my Facebook page. You can find me over there, Lindsay Preston, or you can um, get on my email list and get the recording to it. Just go to Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-E Preston.com and um, just sign up over there. I think you'll have to sign up for like my Accomplish Your Dreams free training right now because we just don't have all the the backend links set up for this new thing yet. But um, yeah, this is is a great one. Um, But the audio is here. As I said, I'm gonna teach you how to solve any problem. You're gonna learn one of the number one tools that I'm using in my life. And spoiler alert, it's the self-coaching model. You may have heard it on other episodes, but we're gonna go deeper dive on it so you can really ensure that you understand this in your life. I'm gonna give you a ton of real world examples as to how to use it because once you get this tool, you get it. And it's profoundly impactful in your life, profoundly. It's just, it changes the whole game. So take some time to really soak this one in. As I said, it's a big one. All right. So without further ado, here is my solve any problem training. Okay. We're going to give it one more minute, but, um, Hey, Facebook world. Hey, zoom world. So excited to have y'all here today. I'm going to teach you how to solve any problem in your life. I just mentioned to the people who got on early, but start thinking of what your problems are in your life right now. They may be big things. They may be small things. No matter what it is, I'm going to teach you the tool on how to solve it today. But the more specific you can get with what your problems are right now, the easier it's going to be to apply this tool. Okay. So some problem ideas can be, you know, maybe an argument you're having with somebody or somebody triggers you or makes you feel a certain way. Maybe it's a big general thing. Like you're just feeling a state of anxiety often or anger or whatever it is. Um, it could be something at work, you know, so many options in regards to the platter choice of our problems, right? 
So um, I'm excited to have you here. I know our time is precious. So I want to get started right here at 11.15, my time. Um, before I get started, though, just in case you're new to me, I'm Lindsay Preston. I'm a multi-certified life coach. I help go-getter women accomplish their dreams. So most of my clients, they have okay, if not good lives, and I help them make it great. So I teach them this neuroscience-backed process on how to accomplish whatever they want, not only one time, but time and time again. So the tool I'm going to teach you today, as I said, it's my number one tool to go to to solve any problem. It's actually a newer tool in my world. It's rocked my world the past few months, and I'm using it so much in my coaching now, and it's just creating faster and faster results for people, which is so exciting. So can't wait to share it with y'all. Um, if you're on Zoom, you can chat it up. You can ask questions along the way. And then too, if we have time and there's somebody who's wanting to go and be vulnerable, we may do some live coaching because I think a lot of times, you know, we teach these tools and until we see it through somebody's life, that's when we can really start to implement it in our own lives. All right. Okay. So let's get started. The first thing I want to talk to you about before we get into the tool is let's just get clear on something. Okay. We think our problems come from circumstances. This is just what generally society teaches us. Okay. So circumstances are things that are external from us. So a lot of times it's work, other people, we even say politics, especially right now in the U.S. We just had a debate last night, and so it stirred up a lot of things in a lot of people. Luck, money, time, opportunity, and setbacks, okay? So we love to give our power away and say, oh, because of the coronavirus, you know, I'm not thriving at work anymore. Or because my boss is this kind of personality, that's why I'm not able to be promoted. Or I would love to be happy in my marriage, but my husband does X, Y, Z, right? Or I would love to have a thriving life, but I just don't have a lot of money. Or I would love to be able to do coaching, but I just don't have the time. Okay, so it's really tricky. Like on paper, this looks like, Dell Lindsay, of course, we don't want to give our power away to circumstances, but we do it all the time. Okay. So once you start to understand this, and I catch this with clients all the time of, you know, you think that, that, that's, that, that, that's just a fact of life of, okay, well, my boss does X, Y, Z. And so I can't be promoted, but you're realizing that again, you're giving your power away. We have so much power as individuals and especially as women that we're not taking a hold of. And when we start to make this mindset shift of it's not our circumstances, it's something else that's causing our problems. That's when the whole world changes. Now I do want to touch on something because right now, especially we're talking a lot about, um, you know, like uh, race issues and gender discrimination, right? And so you could think, okay, well, Lindsay, statistically showing, you know, women don't get paid as much as men and people of color get treated this way and this way and this way. And it's easy again to say, okay, it's our circumstances, which you can look at it and see it that way. But really what's happening here is white males in general are being handed down a different mindset. 
Okay. And so when they're handed down a different mindset, a quote unquote, better mindset that allows them to be more successful. And I say better in quotes because better is, you know, what you define it as. Right. And then two, on the flip of that, so many of us are being handed a mindset that we don't even know where we're discriminating. Okay. So, you know, this came up a lot just a few years ago with gender discrimination. And I remember starting to analyze my own mindset with gender discrimination and how am I playing a part of this? And I started to just find these little things. And, you know, right now we're doing it with race. What am I doing that I could be, you know, suppressing or oppressing other people of color? And so, again, we think right now it's the circumstances, right? But it's not that, okay? What it is that's holding us back and what's causing problems in our life are our thoughts. Okay. So I just touched on this and I'm saying white males in general are being handed a better mindset. Okay. They just are. I mean, this is why men start to speak up more. This is why men like, they just have more of a confidence. Okay. I'm speaking generally. Right. But this is why as women, you know, we've really started to say, okay, you know, I I realizing there's some things in my mindset here that's holding me back. And sometimes, yeah, society's putting that on us, right? It's like, we've got to be good and we've got to be quiet and we've got to be pretty and all of that stuff, right? But again, that goes to our thoughts. And that's why too, you see people who break the cycle of patterns. Like my husband's an example of this. Granted, he's a white male, but he came from basically living on the poverty line. And so he was handed a mindset of, you know, certain things about money and work and things of that sort, but he had different thoughts even from a young, like when he was a baby, he would say that one day he's going to be rich. And he was just always had this mindset that he was going to do something different. It wasn't his circumstances that stopped stopped him. You know, he didn't have money and all that stuff. He had different thoughts. And because he had different thoughts, different feelings came up. He took different actions and created different results. Okay. At first, I know this can be a little bit confusing, but I promise it's going to sit in as we go down. Okay. So again, our thoughts are what create our results. And because of that, they create our problems. So this is where we can change everything because we have the power to do it. Always, always we have the power to change our thoughts, even though it stinks sometimes to realize we're the ones that are setting ourselves back a lot of times. It's, it's so exciting at the same time, okay? So I'm going to give you a real-world example. So a little bit about me, if you don't know. Um, when I was 28, I found out my then-partner was living a double life with another woman. And at the time, I was a stay-at-home mom. I had a two-year-old. And so when all of this was exposed, obviously, I filed for divorce and started to move forward in my life. So as that all happened, you know, the divorce at 28, I didn't have a job because as I said, I was a stay-at-home mom. I had a two-year-old and I had very little money. Okay. So I had a little bit in savings, but that was it. Okay. So that's the circumstance, right? So these were thoughts that others had about my circumstance. And these aren't just like inferred thoughts. These are things that people actually told me. Okay. Lindsay's effed. She won't ever have a good life. Nobody will want her now. Her life will be a struggle. Her daughter will always have a hard life. Okay. And trust me, I had those thoughts too. It was freaking scary to go through something like that. I thought I was going to be this with this person for the rest of my life. I had been with him for seven years. Like I thought like 
this was it. Right. And I trusted him. And so when all of that came out, it was earth shattering. Yeah. So of course these thoughts went through my mind. And when, of course, people told me these thoughts, I was like, okay, maybe they're true, but I kept in, in essence, I wasn't even conscious about this at the time, but I kept thinking like, these thoughts don't really serve me. Is it really going to serve me to think I'm never going to have a good life? Like I'm just done at 28 because this is just like how life's going to be. No, what I decided to think instead was this. Hopefully you can see it too. Yeah. I thought this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. It doesn't mean that that thought stuck every single day. It doesn't mean that there weren't moments where I was scared out of my mind, but I just kept choosing this thought intentionally. This is the best thing that's ever happened to me. The best thing that's ever happened to me. And then from that thought, that one thought, things started to snowball in the direction of my dreams. Okay. So this just again shows you it's circumstances are neutral. Yeah. So many people had all of these thoughts about me, but I just kept thinking this thought, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Right. So here's what happened. So we're going to go through what this means here in a minute. Right. But this is the circumstance again, divorced at 28 with no job. I had a two-year-old and little money. Right. That's just the facts of the situation. The thought, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. And from that thought, I was creating feelings of empowerment, hope, and excitement. Okay. Again, it's not like I thought this 24 seven, but it, just plugging in that thought from time to time, it allowed me to create at least some feelings of this versus, you know, the other thought of like, this is the best it's going to get. That would have probably been a lot of hopelessness a lot of frustration, and a lot of sadness. Okay. But just this thought created these feelings. And from these feelings, because our feelings are what drive our actions. We think a thought, then we have feelings, they drive our actions and our actions are my actions at the time were then I signed up for coaching as a client. I made an ideal guy list. I started dating, even though some people were like, nobody's going to want you, Lindsay. I'm like, somebody's got to want me out there. Found my ideal career, made money in the process healed, which was huge. Not only did I heal from that relationship, but so many other things that I thought I was just over did so much healing and then found my guy, got married, you know, so on and so forth, have a son now and all that stuff. Right. And so what happened is my thought then became my results. Yes. This is the best thing that's ever happened to me. So I can't tell you how many times I've told this story and people are always like, Oh my gosh, it's so inspiring. And da, da, da. to me, it's just like, I, I mean, I felt like at the time I didn't have a choice. Like this is something I had to think because I just thought I'm not going to let this problem define me for the rest of my life. Okay. Following me, start thinking of questions if you don't. Okay. Cause I really want to make sure that you get this. Okay. So let's kind of break down what this means here. Cause this is the, the tool that I want to teach you right? This is a self-coaching model. So this is not my zone of genius. I did not come up with this. I'm going to move this a little bit because I see words are cut off. This is Brooke Castillo, Brooke Castillo from the Life Coach School. Um, awesome tool. There's many other tools very similar to it on the market. Um, you know, a lot of times even Brooke says, she's like, this isn't even, I felt like, you know, it came through me, this zone of genius, but it's just like the way the world works. Okay. So he, this is where you want to take notes on. 
Yeah. So the self-coaching model. So C, you saw it on my last page, a C means it's a circumstance. A circumstance are things that happen in our world that we can't control. So basically, my friends, you can't control anything outside of you. Nothing, which scares the crap out of some people. <laughs> like when you really sit and think of it, it is a little bit scary sometimes. Yeah. But this is what happens. As I keep saying, we give our power away right? We keep having these thoughts and these anxieties about things we don't even have control over. What we have control over are our thoughts, which are the sentences, and I underline sentences, and I'll tell you why in a minute, that run through your brain, okay? So if we go back to the example I gave about my divorce, there were sentences that were being presented to me. You can call them thoughts, whatever, beliefs. You know, this is the best ones he's going to get you know, Lindsay screwed, whatever. Right. But the thing is, is that when we have feelings about those thoughts, that's when they're, they don't feel like sentences anymore. That's when it's just like, it's, um, fueled, right. It's fueled by our feelings. But the reality is, is anything we're telling ourselves are just sentences. Yeah. And the reason why so many of these sentences have so much fuel or feeling behind it is because of things that have happened in our past. Okay. So for a lot of us, you know, we think we're not good enough. Really every human being thinks that deep down. And so a lot of times, you know, maybe you don't get a promotion at work. Like Bill gets the promotion over me. Like that would be your circumstance, right? Your thought could be a lot of different things. Like this is unfair. I'm never going to get what I want, but probably nine times out of 10, it comes back to the thought, I'm not good enough. Yeah. And so there's a lot of feeling with that because your brain has, has in essence built all of these brain wires around stories from your past saying you're not good enough because the brain is here to keep you safe, not here to make you happy. It's here to keep you alive, not thriving. So anytime something from your past happens that didn't feel good or you felt threatened in some way, even if it wasn't life or death, you know, it could just be someone making fun of you at school or a parent who lashed out at you, right? Your brain starts to, in essence, hold on to those stories and say, we're going to hold on to these stories because this is what's going to help keep us safe. And that works for some time. There's a part of our brain, the psych world, they call it the ego. I call it the inner mean girl because that's what it feels like. It just comes up in a way, this voice, right? And it's holding us back time and time again. It's keeping us from being confident. It's keeping us from getting what we want. It's keeping us from showing the love that we want and getting the love that we want. Really anything, you know, that we want, right? It's keeping us stuck. And so that's why a lot of times women... Sometimes in their 20s, they're waking up to this more times in their 30s. And sometimes it takes a little longer, but they start to realize is like, okay, where I've gotten to so far in my life has been pretty good and it's worked for me. But all of a sudden it's just not working anymore. Like I'm feeling really burnt out. The job just isn't satisfying as I, as I thought. My marriage is getting a little flat or I just still haven't found the guy that I want. And so again, it's like, I've, I've been this go-getter. I've achieved, I've done all of these things, but why is it now that I'm starting to flatline a little bit and I'm just not feeling fulfillment? Well, it's because of these sentences that are running through your brain. You have something like 40,000 thoughts a day 
80% of them are negative and something, I think it's like 80% to that are repeated day after day after day. And so we're just living the same life over and over again until we go in and analyze our thoughts. As you can tell, thoughts are very important. Okay. I have a lot to say about thoughts. Yes. These, this is the good stuff right here. This is the stuff we have to look at the stuff we have to analyze because from our thoughts, as I said before, that drives our feelings. And feelings are just vibrations in your body, okay? When you think a thought, you get a vibration. But what happens is we're thinking so quickly. Life is moving so quickly. We're just one thing after another. And at the end of the day, it's like, whew, what in the world happened today? I don't even know. Like things started out really good. And then all of a sudden it was like, I started feeling funky and now I'm ending my day and I feel like crap. Yeah, because what happened is there was likely maybe just even one thought that ran through your mind that really got some feelings going, some vibrations. And then because you didn't address it, you didn't know what it was. It's just stayed with you. This is why a lot of people have anxiety. It's why a lot of people just feel the same way over and over again. I call it the tornado of emotions. It's just like you feel something and then you just like keep repeating it over and over again because you haven't learned yet. Okay. What is it that's going on in my mind? And how can I overcome it? And so what happens then too, you feel, you know, like these vibrations, I, I always call it like a, I don't know, like a low level anxiety sometimes, you know, I ha- I work with a lot of women with high functioning anxiety, really. So it's just like this low level anxiety. And because we just need to take that edge off, what do we do? We turn to things that are distractions in essence. So things like alcohol and Netflix and our phones and working because then we get the adrenaline from working food. You know, it's like, Oh, just take this edge off. Yeah. And so this is why, you know, we just do these things and we think they're normal. It's like, Oh, it's just normal to go home and drink wine. It's just normal to go and eat all these cookies or it's normal to, you know, scroll on your phone. Everybody does it. You know, one time I remember being at the hairstylist and every single person in the salon was on their phone. I just thought, oh my gosh, this is so sad. Like, this is what we have turned to, to deal with our feelings. But reality is, if we just, again, analyze our thoughts, see what our thoughts are telling us, then we can start to see, okay, what is it that I'm feeling? And what I give my clients is something called a feelings chart. And so I give them like, oh gosh, I don't even know how many feelings are on that chart, maybe over a hundred. And I say, okay, recognize what the feeling is. So I feel anxious. I feel frustrated. I feel mad. I feel sad. I feel shameful, whatever. Cause then we can recognize it. And then we can start to say, okay, how can I go in and change the thought so I can feel something different? All right. Well, we're going to go through some examples here in a bit. And then from there, when we feel certain feelings, we take action off of that. Okay. So if we have a thought, like let's do an, an example. So your husband says, um, you don't do enough around here. I'm going to use a real world example. My husband recently said this. Okay. You don't do enough around here. Okay. The thought is frustration or no, that's not the thought. That's a feeling. The thought is this is BS. That was my thought. That's BS. <laughs> so the feeling was frustration, anger. And so actions from that too, I was even like defensive was just like, I went back at him. I'm like, that's not true. Fun. Da, 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 da. Right. But if I had had a different thought in that moment, when he said, you don't do enough or you don't do as as much as you should around here, I could have had the thought of, that's interesting. Why does he think that? And then I would have had the feeling of curiosity. And then I would have come at him was, tell me more. What makes you think that? Right? 
And so we, we would have had a different result versus us probably, you know, we did get in a fight. We got in an argument and said, it could have just been like, oh, that's so interesting. And then we could have come to maybe an agreement of how I could do more or why he was saying that. Cause it could be something totally unrelated to me. It's his own, you know, models in essence. Right. And so this is powerful stuff, my friend. This is why a lot of times when people start coaching with me, it's like, Lindsay, everything's just changing. It's moving so quickly. Again, it's like snowballing in the direction of my dreams. I'm like, yeah, because you've learned how to analyze your thoughts and, and recognize in the moment, eventually recognize what the thought is and say, Ooh, is that really what I want to think about this? And then start to think, what do I want to think instead? And then go from that place of feelings and that place of actions to get the better result. Okay. Make sense. All right. Is this my last page? I can't remember. Yes, it is. Okay. So I'm going to just start doing a bunch of models of examples so that you can start to see this real world examples. Okay. If you have questions, put them in the Q and a box. If you're on Facebook, I can't see them. So I'll come back and answer them later, but just start to think, okay, you, maybe you want to tell me a problem and we can start working through it, but I'm going to do a couple that I've done with clients recently. Okay. So let me change out my board. All right. So here we are. We've got C T F A R Remember, circumstances, thoughts, feelings, actions, results. Okay. So I'm looking at different models I've done with clients. We do them on big stickies. Um, when we do group coaching. Okay. So let me do a good one. Cause I think a lot of you can relate to this one for work. So I had a client recently who, Ooh, this is not the right pen. Let me change my pen out. Um, who got a, an email from her boss. Okay. So the email from boss, we could go and just like copy and paste what the email is, right? As a circumstance, but basically the email said there's a change of plans at work. So she was working on a project from my understanding of it. She was kind of the lead on this project and her boss came out and said, "Never mind, change of plans. We're going to go this way instead, even though she had taken the lead on it. Okay. So really that's a neutral circumstance, right? Somebody could see that email from that boss and think something totally like, oh, great, awesome. He took, the, he took the weight off my back, right? But here's what she thought. She thought nobody's listening. And she also thought I have no value, okay? So when you're breaking down your T's here, you can put as many thoughts as you want. A lot of times you're likely gonna have a lot of thoughts. Um, we call it thought downloads. So what you can do is, you know, you get the circumstance like she did email from boss with a change of plans and you can just pull out a piece of paper, open a note doc, whatever, and just start thinking, okay, what are the, all the thoughts I have about this? Okay. So nobody's listening. I have no value. I remember when I was coaching her, she just, she was spewing all kinds of thoughts at me. And I said, Whoa, let's just slow it down. Let's just look at like one or two of them. Okay. So we chose these two. Nobody's listening. I have no value. And I said, okay, so how do you feel when you think those things. And so she said she felt frustrated, angry, and hurt. Okay. Frustrated, angry, and hurt. Not a fun place to be, right? So then what happened is the rest of her workday went to crap because she was feeling this. And 
these thoughts are just going on repeat. And a lot of times our thoughts are not quite conscious. Okay. They're like running in the background, kind of like our computer runs all these different programs, right? Our brains is the same thing. So we've got to bring this stuff to the conscious mind. That's why it's so important to use a tool like this one and say, okay, what is it that I'm really thinking about this here? Because our feelings, they feel so just in the moment. They feel like, oh my gosh, of course, this is truth the way that I'm feeling. But a lot of times those feelings, while they may be true for you, they're coming from a place that's not serving you. Yeah. Okay. So again, she felt frustrated, angry, and hurt. And so then the rest of her day, she's also um, working on some health stuff. So she's off her meal plan. She just ate a bunch of crap the rest of the day. Um, she stopped interacting at work. And from what I understand that I remember from it, she like closed her door and just like basically took personal day for half the day without anybody knowing it. Okay. And so then the results were, you know, she felt like crap. Yeah. If she would have continued this spiral, it would have been that she had no value. Right. And so again, this is what happens is whatever we think then becomes our R line, our results. So that day, she really provided no value because that's what was spewing in her head. Okay. So you see how this is working out in the flesh, what you're thinking becomes your result. Yeah. Okay. Where's my little eraser? Let's do some others. Does anybody have any questions? Does anybody want to do any sort of coaching or you can just tell me what your problem is and we can kind of chat through it that way. If you don't want to get on, I'm here to help you however you want, but I can do as many examples from other clients too. Okay. Gosh, I can't even find my eraser. All right. I'm just going to erase it with my hand. All right. Let's do another one. And you start thinking if you have questions. Okay. Okay. Let's do the next one. Ooh, this is a good one. We can all, or many of us can relate to this one. Virtual teaching. Okay, so I have a lot of teachers. Um, and, you know, their world's been rocked right now. They have to teach online for a lot of them. Okay, so that's the circumstance for this client was virtual teaching. And so oh, she just was like, oh, Lindsay, I'm so overwhelmed right now with virtual teaching. And I have these personal goals, but they're just not happening. And it's because I just feel so overwhelmed with virtual teaching. And even though I really want my personal goals to happen, I just can't make it happen. I'm like, wait a second. You're giving a lot of power to virtual teaching here. That's a circumstance. Okay, we got to take that power back because it's your thoughts about virtual teaching that's causing you not to go after your personal goals. Okay. So I said, okay, what are all the thoughts you have about virtual teaching? So you started naming them off. We decided to focus on these. The first is... Um, there's a never ending to-do list. Okay. So this is causing her to just overwork. She was working like when we got on the phone, gosh, I think it was like eight o'clock at night. It was six o'clock her time. And she was still at work. You know, teachers get out like three or four. She's like, Lindsay, I'm just working all the time because yeah, she had a thought there's a never ending to-do list. Right. And she could easily have said, you know, that's a circumstance, Lindsay. It's a circumstance. Like I have no power over it. It's a never ending to-do list. I can show you my to-do list. And I'd be like, okay, you saying it's never ending is what is putting it now in the thought line because that's taking it out of the neutral spot. 
Remember, all circumstances are neutral. Okay. If she were to just say, I have a to-do list that includes this, 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 and this, 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 right? That is a circumstance, what her to-do list actually is. But by saying it's never ending, that's when it becomes a thought. And again, this is really tricky. I even caught myself, or I didn't even catch myself, a coach caught me doing this. I recently got an email from somebody who let me know some things she didn't like about one of my podcasts. And when I was telling him about it, I said, oh, I got this hate email. Da, 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 da. He goes, whoa, 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 back it up. Hate email? He's like, that's not the circumstance, Lindsay. That's a thought. It's a thought that you thought it was a hate mail. But it was the circumstances. I got an email that said X, Y, Z. I was like, oh, dang, you are so right. It's so sneaky, right? It's so sneaky, okay? So again, she had this, this thought. There's a never-ending to-do list. The other thought that we broke down is, and this is the good one, the expectations are unrealistic. Okay. She's like, I just feel like I'm never going to win. Like there's just too much on my plate, way too much on my plate, Lindsay. Like, it's your thought that's causing that. Yeah, because I told her, I said, as a parent, I have two kids and granted they're in school. Well, one of them's in school. The other one's at home, but he's little. I'm like, we don't have high expectations on our teachers at all. I'm going in saying, what can I do to help you? Thank you so much. You're amazing. You're awesome. It's like that just proves to your brain. Once again, this is a thought, right? And so how does she feel over that? She felt overwhelmed and disrespected. Okay. So she felt overwhelmed and disrespect. So what happened then she would come home. We just talked about this earlier. She would drink wine. What else did she do? She overworked. And this is a big one. When we have these kind of thoughts is there's a lot of emotional spinning, a lot of spinning, you know, just last week I had kind of a hard week and, um, I was running models on it and stuff. And, and the thing is, is like this spinning stuff when you're spinning and these, you know, we call them a lot of times negative feelings, but it costs so much energy. It drains you so much. And that's why you can see, you know, personal development stuff, like things I put out there, somebody else. And you're like, Oh, I would love to be able to do all those things. I would love to go after my dreams. I would love to, you know, do more and achieve more, but I just feel so overwhelmed. or I just feel so tired or I just, again, feel like I already have too much to do. It's because a lot of this emotional spending, which again is coming from what our thoughts. Yeah. If she thinks the expectations are unrealistic and it's a never ending to-do list, that's what she started creating was a never-ending to-do list where she just felt like, I can never win. I'm never going to be good enough. Remember how I said nine times out of 10, it goes back to that thought. It's, I'm never going to be good enough. Okay. So then, you know, her result was she was putting off her personal goals and all that stuff, right? So here's two, how to change this. You may be like, okay, Lindsay, you're building a ton of awareness in me. Now I'm starting to see that some of this is my thoughts. How can I change it? Well, what we did in this situation is we started to say, okay, does it first, I always ask, does it serve me to think this? Because sometimes 
it may actually serve you. Like if, for example, if you're in an abusive relationship, like, you know, Billy hit me last night, which God forbid, if that, if that is you, please go get help. But if Billy hit me last night, we don't want to think Billy loves me. Billy's a great guy. We don't want to change those, the thoughts. We want to keep the thought of like, Billy is hurting me. This is bad, right? That thought serves you. Billy is hurting me. This is bad. But for, for this situation and most situations, we ask ourselves again, is it serving me to think this? And she's like, no, it's not because now I'm seeing I'm never going to win in this situation. I'm like, okay, what would feel right to you to think instead that we can start to intentionally program in your minds because your brain is really just like a computer. Okay. We just have to go in and sometimes we have to intentionally program in our brain and build a brain wire, the thoughts that we want to think, because remember what I said earlier, our brain is not here for happiness. Our brain is here to keep us alive. And so we have to, in essence, be bigger than our brain and say, hmm, brain, I want you to think this instead. Okay. So for her, what do we come up with? I know what to do to meet expectations is the thought that she started to intentionally think. So, and a way that you can just start to program this in is every day, best time is right when you wake up, but you can do it any time of the day, right? When you wake up, your feet hit the floor, remind yourself, what am I intentionally going to think today? <sighs> Take a deep breath. I know what to do to meet expectations. She could go on and on about that. She could be like, I'm an awesome teacher. I have amazing work-life balance. I'm peace. I'm calm. You know, it seems really silly. I remember when I first learned about just programming in these thoughts and some people call mantras or positive affirmations. I thought that is such a load of BS. (laughs) Like I am not going to tell myself that. That is so stupid. And then my, I remember my coach coming back to me and saying, Lindsay, but does it serve you to really think that you're ugly and this and that and that, and that? you know, all the negative things we tell ourselves, right? And that's when I was like, you're right. It does not serve me. She's like, why don't we just try out you saying these things to yourself? And it was so hard. Okay. Even though logically I knew at that point, I was like, okay, you got me a little bit on board about this. It was so hard. And everything in my body was like, do not say this about yourself because my brain brought up all these stories of how that belief could be untrue. Right. So in her case, you know, I know, I know what to do to meet expectations. Her brain at first is going to bring up all these things that, that say to her, she's not meeting expectations. Okay. And it's likely a lot of stuff from her past. Like, Oh, remember in the third grade, you didn't meet expectations in math. They told you you were slow. Remember whenever you, you know, had your first job. And they, you know, said blah, blah, blah about you. Again, that's just stories the brain is held on to. Yeah. Then you can just start to say, oh, brain, that's so silly. You know, with my clients, we go a lot deeper and we, we go in and we feel deal and heal that stuff so that those stories just start to go away even more. But you can just start to, in essence, just recognize the thought for what it is and then say, okay, what do I want to think instead? Yeah. So then, of course, when you're thinking different things, like I know what to do to meet expectations, she says that feels satisfying. I feel more peaceful thinking that thought. And so then from there, hopefully she's not going to come home and drink wine. And if she does, it's going to be out of enjoyment, not out of I need this to unwind kind of thing. And she's going to have work-life balance. She's going to go after her personal goals more and it's all going to change. Okay. So very simple tool. It almost seems too simple. I think sometimes to think like, how could this work? But I promise you it does. And just going in and changing one thought opens up so many doors, 
so many doors. Like I'm thinking of specifically a client, I think it was two weeks ago, we had a call and she is at a place where she's wanting to change jobs. Like she just knows she's over her job, but when she goes to her job every day, she feels miserable because she's just having these thoughts. Like I'm ready to move. I don't like this place, whatever. Um, and so we went in and she's like, Oh, I'm just feeling even worse today, Lindsay. I said, okay, let's do a model on it. And so she was talking about a certain coworker and, and what she did and that was her circumstance. Right. And then the thoughts were like, you know, these people are ungrateful. And so then she was just seeing it all day long, all day long, how people are ungrateful, ungrateful. And then what happened is the actions where she just was spinning in it. She felt like crap. And so that's what she was creating. It's like, she loves feeling ungrateful at the end of the day. Who cares? I hate this. We went in, we did that model that night. The next day she's like, Oh my gosh, Lindsay, I just feel so much better. And then a week later, she's like, I just feel so different at work. I feel so different. Yeah. I know I need to move on. I know this is a done deal for me, but I'm just not like spinning in all of these negative thoughts. And when a negative thought comes up, I'm kind of recognizing it for what it is. And then I'm thinking, you know what? I don't know if that's really serving me. Instead, I'm going to say, you know, I'm so grateful that I'm here. I'm so grateful to have this job and, you know, getting grateful for everything. And from there, then she's getting up earlier, then she's working out more. And it's just like, again, you start spinning in the directions of your dreams. You know, I'm thinking about another client that I just got off the phone with last night. I've been working with her for three months. She came to me and she was a teacher too, funny enough. Um, and she's like, I'm just so tired at the end of the day. Like, I don't have time to do any of my personal goals. And, and it's so funny. It's like the same story, right? Um, different person, but same story. I don't have time to do my personal goals and da, da, da. And so we were able to change some of her thoughts and her energy. So now so much abundance. Like she's changed jobs in the past few months. She feels so much better. We were even working on some things that, you know, psychologically would be called codependency and being a people pleaser. I mean, again, it's just like you change one thought opens a whole new door. I always say with my clients, it's like we have these two different pathways and we think a thought and we see the two pathways. It's like, which pathway do I want to go down? Do I want to go down this one that like feels like crap, not really serving me? Or do I want to go down this one? where it could serve me more and I'd likely feel a little bit better. Then you start going down that pathway and then you get new opportunities based off that pathway. And again, goes back to your thoughts. Okay. It's all in the thoughts, my friend, all in the thoughts. Okay. So we're getting near to the end of our time. I don't see any questions, which tells me fingers crossed that you got this, which is awesome. But if any questions come up for you, feel free to email me. Most of you are probably on my email list. If you're getting access to this, or if you're following this on social media, send me a DM. If you want privacy or post a comment or whatever. And if too, you're like, okay, Lindsay, I think I might be ready for coaching. I might be ready to like, you know, really, I always say, put your money where your mouth is. It's like, I have these goals and dreams and I'm just like ready to snowball. I know that I could go do this on my own, but I know that with your help, I can really take things off. Then I encourage you to apply for a free consult call. On that call, we're just going to talk 60 minutes about your goals and dreams. And I'm going to get really clear with you on where you are right now in life and then where you want to be in what we call your 10 life. Because I want to really understand what your vision is and what we need to do to get there. Because I only take on people who I know that I can help. Because I guarantee results. <laughs> so I don't want to take on anybody who I don't think I can help. And then too, from there, we start to put together a plan if it's a good fit of, okay, here's what we're going to do in these next nine months. Cause my coaching process is nine months. That's just what I found is the sweet spot for change. 
Um, it's just like a baby, you know, you're growing a new version of yourself. Right. And so then we plan out that vision for nine months and then, you know, you decide, okay, is this what I want to do or not? And you get a really clear decision on where you want to go. The other thing we talk about on that console too, is what's holding you back. So nine times out of 10, people think it's something totally different. That's holding them back than what it is. Sometimes they're right. And they might be a little bit right, but they don't see the bigger thinking behind it. Okay. And so that's just two things you're going to gain from the consult, regardless if you sign up for coaching or not, is you're going to be able to have space to create a really clear vision for your life. And if you've taken my accomplish your dreams free training, that's step one to accomplishing your dreams is painting a very clear vision. If you don't have a clear vision. You're kind of screwed. Like, where are you going? You know, you don't know. You're just like, I, I talked to a woman yesterday and she's like, I just see all these pathways in essence. Lindsay is like, should I go here? Should I go there? Should I go here? And so she's just kind of like spinning in the indecision. We got to get you focused in on what your vision is. And you may, may not know everything in your vision. I know when I signed up for coaching, it was like, I just know that this is how I want to feel when I'm working. These are the kinds of things I want to create with people when I'm working. I don't know what that looks like in a profession, but I just know, you know, this, and I want a certain work-life balance with my career. And so then it was just like, as coaching came along, I got more clarity on that vision but I needed that clear vision enough to know where to go with that. So that's what we're going to do in the consult, paint that really clear vision. You're going to see very clearly what's holding you back. And then you're going to just have with clarity, you know, where should I go? Should I coach with Lindsay? Is this really a good fit? Or do I feel like I can do this on my own or go do it with somebody else? Um, so I only have four spots left for clients for the rest of 2020, which is crazy. It has been so busy. Um, so this next month is really kind of it. If you want to get started in 2020, you know, this is the time to do that because after I fill those four spots, the next people have to wait until January to start and the pricing goes up because it goes to 2021 pricing. And so this is the time. Yeah. And so a lot of times too, when people say, okay, maybe I'm going to apply for a consult. I'm going to have that consult. They feel this like feeling <laughs> and just know that can be kind of normal because and this goes into another teaching, but these are the stages of belief. The first time you, you set a goal, your brain in essence is like, Oh, that sounds really cool. But in essence, it really doesn't believe you're going to have that. And so you feel really comfortable in it. But then when you start to say, okay, I think I'm actually going to go after and like make my goals and dreams happen. There is this kind of like, Oh, feeling with it. And I'm feeling this right now. I recently set a goal that I want to have a 10 marriage and at first I was like, I can't wait. This is going to be awesome. We're going to have so much fun. We're going to connect so well. And then when I really started to like invest and start to, you know, get into action with making that 10 marriage happen, oh, it's like brought up all the stuff of like, whoa, this is all the stuff I have to work on. And so that's just the normal part of the process. So some people, it freaks them out and they're like, okay, if I'm feeling this uneasy about it, something must be wrong. And it's just, it's just the way the brain works. Anytime you're stepping out of your comfort zone, it feels uneasy. But if you feel drawn to work with me for whatever reason, like, oh, I just like, you know, whatever you like about me, follow that because that's really what's guiding you. That intuition, that feeling of something could be here. Okay. So if you want to go apply for a free consult, all you do is go to Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-E Preston dot com forward slash apply. You just answer a couple questions and then I will send you a link to my calendar to um, book a free consult. 
Okay, so 12 o'clock, we're ending right on time. Thank you all so much for joining me. Again, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. Go use this coaching model. It's amazing. It's life-changing. So awesome. All right, my friends, I hope to see you on a consult soon. And thanks for joining me. I'll see you again next time. Bye. Hey there, Miss Unstoppable. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode. If you enjoyed it, share it with a friend. Send them a picture of this episode via text, via email, share it on social media. I'm sure they would be so appreciative to know these strategies and tips on how to accomplish your dreams. If you are ready to guarantee you're going to accomplish your goals and dreams, then it's time to start coaching with me. In my nine-month simple success coaching system, I am going to walk you every single step of the way to ensure that you get the goals and dreams that you want. The first step is to apply for a free 60-minute consult call. Just go to lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, epreston.com forward slash apply to get started. As always, my friend, remember... You're only as unstoppable as you believe you can be. So believe in yourself. You got this.